Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I'm Andrew Kahn. And I'm Eric McMahon. Michigan won its Big Ten opener, its first real test of any difficulty, by beating Maryland on Saturday. How did the Wolverines look? What did we learn that we hadn't in the non-conference? And what should we expect this week at Iowa? That and more coming up on Wolverine Confidential. All right, Aaron, good to be talking with you Sunday late night, September 25th, with listeners hearing this on Monday. I'll get right to it. How do you think Michigan looked on Saturday? Like, do you think they played well? Uh, that's a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> I think they played well in some regards. Um, and I, I don't, but I don't think like, okay, at the end of the day, I, I think I expected them at some point to coast a victory and that just never happened yeah. on Saturday. I mean, they, they looked like they were almost to there to that point, but they couldn't quite get there. Um, so I, I think they did some good things, some things well. I think we learned some things about both sides of the ball. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's so early in the year, too. It's hard to tell whether this Maryland team is right. that good. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, they won. They didn't win handedly like I think many of us expected them to. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I think they're going to tell you a win's and a win. And a win is a win. And they're now 4-0 and moving on. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard others make this comparison, and I agree. It looked a little, in some ways, like Michigan's Big Ten opener last year, um, where, again, you know, their non-conference wasn't great. You know, they they did have Washington on the schedule, but they turned out to be not so good. Uh, so, you know, maybe Rutgers was a was a step up, and, and Michigan looked a little sluggish and, um, you know, just not not quite clicking on all cylinders, but, you know, got the win. Um, that one, that one was tighter. That one really went down to the wire even more so than this, this one did though. In the end, they were both seven point victories. Um, you know, Rutgers was, was undefeated at the time too. And I think you could, could tell yourself, Oh, maybe, you know, maybe that Rutgers team is better than people think just like you can for this Maryland game. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it just so much was different from what we had seen the first few games. We knew it would be Maryland scores on its first possession. Uh, the first points against Michigan in the first half this season. Maryland takes the lead in the second quarter, the first time Michigan trailed all season. Um, and I feel like this game kind of showed that maybe we didn't learn so much in the first three games. No. And, and you know, when you think about it, this was a drastic step up in competition from what Michigan had been playing. I and mean, we talked about it a ton in the first three games. Those non-conference opponents weren't very good. And I think, and I, I find it hard to believe Michigan found their weaknesses in those three games. Yes, you can go back and watch the tape afterwards and pick and choose instances where you know a guy was out of out of position or miscommunication was there, or whatever the case may be. But it's different doing that against better 
better quality competition. And, and Maryland was that. Now, I'm not going to go out and say Maryland is a top-tier Big Ten team because that that we'll, we'll see about that. But they are D1 athletes, and they have some skill and some talent, on, 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 especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so, it, you know, it, in a way, it's almost like a, a shock. You know, you go from playing you know, essentially practice dummies, as we joked in previous weeks, to guys that are very competent and a team that had, had won, you know, they had won three games. Um, they were successful doing it. Um, statistically, these two teams were about even offensively. Um, so, you know, there, there's growing pains. I think, fortunately for Michigan, this game came at home and on the road because I could have seen a different result if this game had been played in College Park. But, you know, I, I do think the better team won, you know, won, uh, won out here. I mean, I think Michigan is the better team by and large. I, I don't think there's no doubt about it. But, you know, I, I think they learned some stuff about themselves. I, I think they needed that, this type of game to try and, um, in, a, in a way, wake them up um, because, you know, things are going to pick up here and especially, and we'll get into it later on, but especially, uh, you know, this weekend when they finally hit the road. Well, let's, let's talk about something that leaves no doubt. And that was Blake Quorum's performance, uh, 30 carries, 243 yards, two long touchdown runs uh, and critical ones at that at the end of the first half and near the end of the game when Michigan really, really needed a score, uh, you know, blowing past his career highs, you know, Don, no Donovan Edwards again. Uh, so Michigan had to lean on him, you know, a lot more th- probably than they would have liked. But man, did he deliver? Yeah, you're right. They had to lean on him. They had no other choice. Um, Donovan wasn't available to them. I don't know what the deal is with Tavier Dunlap, but we didn't see him at all. Uh, he didn't get a carry. Um, they they put C.J. Stokes, the true freshman, in there, and he fumbled his only carry. So it was it was basically Donovan or nothing here. Um, you know, and Michigan they were fine throwing the ball, but I, I think they wanted to dominate the line of scrimmage. And I know at halftime, Jim Harbaugh's message to the team, at least according to the, the radio show, it you know during during the broadcast, but he said that they felt like they had an advantage up front. I think they wanted to exploit that, and that's one of the reasons why I think we saw Don or, or Blake so much yesterday. Um, he was coming off his five touchdown game a, a week ago. Obviously, different competition. Uh, but they they feel like they can they can do a lot with him. You know, we saw this script kind of play out last year when Michigan's, you know, they, they obviously we, they love to dominate the line of scrimmage. They wander on the football. And it was very much just like this, where they're giving the ball to, to Blake Gorm. If you recall, after the, you know, the first four weeks, his name had started to come up with when Heisman Trophy conversations. I'm not saying that's going to be the case again this year, but if you look at the numbers, they're very they're very similar through four games and what he did last year. So. Um, they, they felt like they had an advantage. They gave it to him. Uh, he, he, he ran very well, uh, averaged, um, gosh, 8.1 yards per carry, which is pretty impressive. On 30 carries? Yeah, that's something. Yeah. Yeah, so career highs, like you said, both carries and yardage, obviously. Um, big game for him. I mean, I don't necessarily think they needed it from him. Um, I think they could probably won it through the air. Um, but I, I think at the end of the day, if you ask Jim Harbaugh how he'd prefer to win, it's probably in the trenches and uh, running the football. So, yeah, so let's talk about what, what they did through the air. You know, I'm thinking about J.J. McCarthy's game afterwards on my walk home, and, uh, you know, I'm like, hey, he missed on a few deep shots, um, you know, overthrowing on, a, on the first two, then I think underthrowing on another one, you know, eventually did hit Ronnie Bell on a big one late in the game. You know, wasn't, uh, you know, really effective as a runner at all. Um, you know, there were there were turnovers or, or i guess there were um you know there there were spots where he he was maybe a little a little loose with the ball and you know could have had a uh a, a turnover he wasn't the one who, who who lost the fumble but you know still um you kind of saw some of that old mccarthy but then at the end i look at the box score 
He's 18 of 26 for 220 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. I, I don't know. That, that's that's pretty good if that's your if that's a bad day. Yeah, and a quarterback rating of 165.7, which is pretty darn good. So, yeah, if you look at the box score and you hadn't watched the game, you just assumed, oh, J.J. had another fantastic game. <laughs> uh, and, and, look, he was he was good. He was effective. He did, again, what was asked of him. But, yeah, there were mistakes there. And I think you saw the sophomore J.J. McCarthy, in a way, come out. You, you mentioned that the questionable ball handling. You know, his One of his passes was almost picked off. It seemed like he was forcing some things at times. Um, but you also saw the the good things about J.J. McCarthy, too, and how his legs can extend plays, and he can turn nothing or something out of nothing. Um, so, it, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's the give and the take. I, I think it's something that Michigan's coaching staff was trying to hone in on a little bit last year, and it's probably one of the reasons why they weren't comfortable throwing him out there as the starter just yet. They wanted to kind of, you, know, um, you know, beat home some of these fundamentals and uh, you know, some of these, uh, you know, him, him just not, th- you know, playing sandbox uh, football, right. like sometimes you might, you might see. So um, I think he's still learning. He's still growing. I think it was a learning opportunity for him. And he kind of said as much afterwards, you know, he said he didn't feel like he played his best game. Um, you know, he, 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 he took, you know, took, um, you know, accepted some of the mistakes and everything else. And I think that's kind of what you're, you're going to hear from him. I and mean, he seems like a pretty down to earth, honest kid. Um, but yeah, stat line looks good. Uh, if you go back and review the tape, probably not his best game. Uh, but it, again, like, like Jim Harbaugh said afterwards, it was enough. They did enough to win the game. And I think that right now, I think they'll, they'll take it. Again, so much the, those first few games, like quarterback could drop back and it's like, do I want this guy who's pretty open? This guy who's pretty open? This guy, you know, now they actually have to probably go through your reads a little bit more and, and the coverage was a little better. So yeah, I think uh, grading them on a curve you know, again, strong performance. Um, what, what did you make of the defense? Because they struggled to get pressure for most of the game. Um, got it, got it late when they needed it. And Maryland ran the ball pretty well too. I was actually surprised they didn't run more. Uh, yeah. So again, first, first major test against, uh, you know, I, I think, I think it's safe to say Maryland is an above average offense, you know, what their season will look like, how they are defensively still question marks, but you know, above average quarterback, you know, some, some NFL talent at receiver and the offensive line, like this is a good offense, you know, in Michigan, uh, you know, limited them for, for, you know, a good, a good chunk of the day, kept them below their season averages. Yeah, you hit it. I think they adjusted really well. And and that's something in years past, I think Michigan's defense has been very good about doing, whether it was Don Brown or, or Mike McDonald last year, they, they adjust well. Um, they seem to play better in the second half than they do the first half, and that's certainly a, a you know a testament to the coaching staff and their IQ and their ability to, ability to read what's going on and, and changing things on the fly. And I think that's what you saw Saturday. They were they seemed a step or two slow there in the first half, in the first quarter, first quarter, you know, first uh, first quarter, and then middle halfway through the second quarter. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like things changed toward the end of the second. You saw the interception from DJ Turner. Um, yeah, and in a way, Maryland seemed like they abandoned the run game there in the second half, and they kind of went all they're trying to throw the ball, and and they had success doing it in the first half. Michigan had struggled; they struggled to slow Talia. Um, you know, the receivers are getting open. Maryland seemed to be getting whatever they wanted there in the first half. They scored in the first three drives of the game, um, kind of put Michigan on its heels in, in a way. But yeah, they, they did their job in the second half. I, I think they're a little bit more disciplined. Like I said, I think uh, Jesse Minter and the staff adjusted uh, well, um, changed some of the things they were doing. And it really slowed Maryland, and they're ineffective for the better part of, of the second half up until those, those couple of t- uh, late touchdowns. I mean, they were scoreless in the third. It gave Michigan an opportunity to kind of swing momentum. 
Obviously, Blake Corn helped that late in the second quarter. Um, but you saw a defense, I think, that was better in the second half than it was in the first half. And I, I think if you were to ask you know, Jim Harbaugh and the, and the coaches, uh, you know, about that on a daily basis, I think they prefer that. You know, you don't want to be your best in the beginning uh, and then tail off toward the end. And it's something, like I said, something Michigan's done a good job of. Uh, it seems like, you know, that's a good start. It probably wasn't, um, you know, a, a great effort. I think when they go back and watch t- the film, I'm sure they're going to find some mistakes and, and the like. But, yeah, uh, Maryland's one of the better, better offenses I think you're going to see for a little bit now. Um, you know, I think with, with Iowa coming up and Indiana afterwards and the like, I, I think this is a good test. It was a good test for them. We said it coming in. I thought they passed. I don't think they get it. Certainly don't get an A, um, but, you know, they, 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 they passed uh, well enough, I would say. So, I mean, if you're if you're looking for things that maybe weren't great about Michigan's performance that, again, we just do, it was, was flawless for three games before this, what would it be? Would it be on the, the defensive side? Because, I mean, we talked about what Corum did at the run game and how McCarthy was actually pretty good. Um, I mean, I guess it could have been, you could say, the offensive line if you don't feel like they protected him well enough. Um, or, or was it kind of on the defense with, you know, some some breakdowns? And again, like you said, the the slow start. I think what really stood out to me was kind of the sloppiness, especially offensively. I mean, the the fumbles and the inability to hold on the ball. Um, you know, they were penalized. I'm looking at the stats right now. Oh, they only penalized one time, so I guess it's not bad. But to me, the the the, the loot lost footballs and the near turnovers and the like, I think, are the ones that if you're a coach or a fan, you're a little nervous about. Because as we said, they went up a step in competition. And that's when you kind of find out how good your team is. Um, and, you know, you saw them struggle a little bit. Maryland did too. I mean, they weren't perfect either. Um, you know, I expected some hiccups from the defense. I didn't expect them to be a, flaw, a flawless unit. Um, I, still, I still think there's a lot of unknown and mystery there. I thought the secondary did okay. I thought they did a pretty good job, actually. Um, you know, but it wasn't perfect. But I, I think the, the, the fumbles and the, the mistakes offensively, I think, to me, were what really jumped out. So... Michigan is 4-0, 1-0 now in the Big Ten. And we'll go to Iowa, their first road game of the year. Pretty pretty late, you know, not not till October. It's going to be October by the time that game is played, uh, you know, to have your first road game of the year. Um, but but so be it. Um, now, last year, this kind of around this time, Michigan's first road game, it was going to Wisconsin. And we talked about how it had been, you know, 20 years since they'd won in Madison, and this would be, you know, such a big test for so many reasons, and Michigan won that game. Now, this drought is not is not quite as long, but you know, it's 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 close. Um, Michigan has struggled in Iowa City. Um, you know, four four straight losses. Um, you know that that goes back. The last the last win was two thousand five, um, and they you know those four losses have been by a combined fourteen points, and you know there've been some really good Michigan teams and. Uh, just some some funky things that have happened, uh, and I know everyone thinks that all those games were at night. Only two of them were. Um, the other two were where where this what the time slot this one will be, which is you know noon Eastern, eleven local. Um, but this Iowa team is similar. They're very stingy on defense. Uh, they've allowed just twenty three points uh, through four games. That's the fewest in the country. They have yet to allow a rushing touchdown, uh, and they're pretty inept offensively. Uh, Two hundred thirty five yards per game. That's by far the fewest in FBS. So I don't know. We're again, we'll, we'll talk about uh, this game later in the week on the podcast. We'll be previewing it, you know, on MLive.com uh, after, after talking to Jim Harbaugh and others uh, tomorrow and, and throughout the week. But I guess early, early take on, on, you know, what this game might look like for Michigan. 
Yeah, you hit on the struggles in Iowa City, and I think part of that, you know, at least this year too, is is you know there's a there's a sense of unfamiliarity there. I mean, most of these other Big Ten t- towns, I mean, most of these players on the roster have been to it. They played in those stadiums. They kind of know what to expect, and I don't think any of these guys have been there. Uh, it's been like you said, the last game in Iowa City was 2016. Michigan lost the 14-13 game, um, and that's you know that's kind of what Iowa wants. I want to play that grind grinded out style. Um, you know, punting game, uh, not giving up a ton of points. And in a way, I think Michigan wouldn't mind playing that game either. Um, but I necessarily don't think that's what this team is designed to do either, you know, this 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 in this particular year. I mean, I think they're gonna want they're gonna want to score points. I don't know if they're gonna be able to. Um, and we talked about last week being a test for the defense. This is gonna be a test for the offense. Uh, I'm really curious to see how they respond, especially in a road environment. You know, it's one thing to play in the big house, they've gotten to do it four times now. Uh, you know, some of these younger guys and experienced guys, be first year quarterback, obviously with JJ McCarthy. I'm really curious to see what they, they can do on the road. Um, luckily for them, I think it's not a night game, so I don't think you're going to get that whole aura and that, that you know, that raw atmosphere, um, compared to an 11 a.m. start local time. So I think that's probably works in Michigan's favor. Nonetheless, I expect Connect to be packed again. Michigan hasn't been there in a long time, so I suspect that the Iowa fan base is going to be out. Uh, they are three and one, and they seem to have found a pulse offensively the last few games. Granted, the competition level hasn't hasn't been necessarily great either. I mean, they beat Nevada twenty seven nothing, and then they just beat Rutgers on the road twenty seven to ten. So, decent win there. Um, but you know, the the total here is set low. I think forty one, forty two last I looked. So they're expecting a relatively lower scoring game compared to what Michigan has played in recent weeks, um, which kind of fits to, to how Iowa wants to play. Now we'll, we'll see. If Michigan agrees, where they follow through there, uh, but I do think if Michigan wins Saturday, it's going to have to be because of the, the offense. They're need to put points on the board. Um, I mean, you're right that that no one was on on the team then. Um, I mean, it's just kind of crazy. Like Chris Wormley was on that team for Michigan, you know, <laughs> Jake Butt. You know, it's like guys that seem like they haven't been on Michigan in a long time. But it's like that's a different it, era, you know. It it, it really is. Um, you know, it's looking. I mean. Channing Stribling had a had a big interception, um, you know, late in that game that you thought you thought maybe it sealed it for Michigan, but uh, it was not meant to be. Their offense just you know played played poorly, um, you know, some turnovers and um, but you know Michigan has, Michigan has gotten turnovers. I'm, I'll be writing about this tomorrow, so I've been looking at these games. Maybe Michigan fans have no interest in revisiting it. We'll see. But uh, like there were two of these games of the four, Michigan intercepted the first pass thrown by Iowa and took it for an inter- took it for a touchdown. It was like they've had big plays in their favor. They won the they forced five turnovers, I think, in, in one of the games or, or four at least. Um, and and you know, still still like find ways to lose. I mean, that's that's what it's been about, finding ways to lose more than even Iowa, you know, winning these games. But you know, we'll see. I just my early my early take is that like this Michigan team is good enough that you're you're not going to beat it like you know thirteen ten like you're gonna you're gonna have to get into the into the high twenties and Iowa has not shown you know that they can they can do that yet so like I think there's a you know Michigan's a double digit favorite for a reason I, I think we're gonna learn a lot about this Michigan team Michigan yeah. team I think we're gonna learn more this week than we did last week against Maryland I, I think this Iowa team is probably a little bit built a little bit more. Uh, better than Maryland's obviously offensively it's a different story but I think the defense carries a day in Iowa City and and I think if Michigan can go in and deal with that and move the football you know to some success and score I I do think this there's there's reason to believe this offense can be good to be very good 
Um, but we'll see. They Again, they haven't faced a really elite defense yet. Iowa will be the first. Uh, and it comes on the road. So, you know, it's very similar, I think, to the Wisconsin game, unless you mentioned it. You know, how are they going to look? How are they going to fare? Are they going to show up? Are they, are they going to keep it close? Are there going to be those moments where they come out and play and 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 win the moment, so to speak, and, and you know, co- and win, go to victory? Because last year, when we talked about this in the past, but last year, the, the win at Wisconsin, I think, was, at least for me, the first reality that this Michigan team was different and there's not there's a chance that this team could be very good um and if they if they have another performance like that Saturday in Iowa then I think you're going to start seeing similar comparisons I think we're going to start really th- believing this Michigan team can repeat um, but it starts Saturday uh, they, they've got to come out and win and, and look good doing it um because again we, we th- Iowa's offense ain't great so there's no reason why Michigan can't uh can't you know limit them uh, but they got to put points on the board too Yes, like you said, it can just go from there. You just start stacking these these performances and checking these boxes. This would be, of course, you know, uh, the the first road test. Then then they go to Indiana after that, and I mean, I'm sure the talk that will be, you know, letdown game or trap game or something like that. Uh, then the week after that, Penn State comes, a Penn State team that will very likely be five and zero. They play at home against Northwestern uh, this week, and then they're off. Uh, so that'll be, you know, your first your first ranked opponent. Um, you know, and then, then they're off and then Michigan state, like it just, you just keep, keep going from there. But um, yeah, you, you, you win this game in Iowa and I think you can start dreaming big. Uh, yeah. Very much like, um, you know, after they exercise those demons in Madison, uh, you know, around this time last year, uh, we will have continued coverage leading up to that game um, in Iowa on Saturday uh, on MLive.com slash Wolverines. Thanks for listening.